Hello, and welcome to the Grimcast Podcast. I'm your host, Levi, joined by Chris. Yo. Adrian. Hello. And Hadar. Hello. So. Is he on the other side of the room? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Don't worry about it. So, um, <laughs> first, some news. I am mm-hmm. not going to be here for the next two podcasts, right? Uh, yep. Is that, let me check the schedule. No. I'll he- I'm here for the next one. Oh, okay. the, the two, two after, after that. that. The two okay. after that. Whatever, I'll announce it next week. But okay. okay, what did I do this week? I finished the gate manga. Mm. Um I no, I wouldn't even recommend it. <laughs> it's <laughs> mid. It is about like as hard mid as it gets. Gotcha. Isn't that uh the one you were describing to me where gate opens up in Japan yep. and a bunch of fantasy shit comes out? Yeah. Yeah, and a bunch of fantasy shit attacks Japan. But then Japan is like a modern age country with missiles and jets, so they kind of shit stomp them. (laughs) (laughs) And then Japan invades their area. That's fantastic. You done fucked up. So Um, it, it turned out to be pretty mid then, huh? It actually was pretty mid. Like, it's a good concept. But they never get very far with it because it's it's very much a harem manga. Uh, okay. It's literally just a giant fucking commercial for the Je- for the Japanese Defense Force. Join the uh the Japanese Defense Force today, and you'll get your own harem of lollies and be able to shoot <laughs> fucking dragons. Like, oh my god! The concept That's is so good. What it is. Yeah, the concept is so good, and they do some like good stuff with it. Mm-hmm. But it never really reaches a peak that I was happy with. Maybe because it was held back by the harem part. It most definitely was. There's no plot. <laughs> it's just J- JF, JDF fucking uh, invades Fantasyland. Like, uh, I think the Makes best... me think of another anime or manga called uh, Board Fart Bar Glein. What? what? I'm lost. <laughs> Board Fart Online. How about is that oh, oh. <laughs> You tried. That's not anywhere near the same, I don't think. It's just another fucking, uh, Jesus, fuck my hand on fire. Uh, just another fucking um, boring. It's actually, video. there's a. So, Gate is mid, right? Yeah. That first half season of SAO was like top tier good shit, in my opinion. I agree. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, the rest. We in SAO. Yeah. But then the rest of it goes even below Gate, down to shit tier. Nah. Sword Art Online was only good for the first episode in my eyes. As soon as they like <laughs> blaze through the tower and like so many levels, I was like, that's it. This sucks. Uh, I was okay. all cool with all that. It's the moment we touched <laughs> Alfheim and fucking uh, what's her name? Yeah. Alfheim. Oh, God. I watched Asuna? all of them and I hated it. What's her name? <laughs> Asuna. Uh, yeah. at the second she became damsel in distress. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, monsters. Yeah, yeah, that was bullshit. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Also, his cousin sister wants to fuck him. Okay, yeah, but I'm gonna say it. Alfheim is the only part of that series that's objectively bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I don't think I've watched anything past that because why would I? Gungale uh, is GGO, actually pretty fucking good. GG Gungale was fine until it turns out that the fucking villain was like okay, yeah, the girl's fucking friend who just wanted to fuck her. So he yeah. killed a bunch of people and turns out to have been a just, horrible Just avoid j- yeah. Like it was such watch, a stupid fucking plotline, I just dropped it. I was having watch fun of the up first half of every season and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, legitimately. Like 
Like, I was, like, half-decently enjoying Gungale outside of the fact that, oh, sword beats bullet because the Kirito something. I just cannot stand. so fucking stupid. I just cannot stand Kirito as a character. I just can't. For what it's character rather than character. I don't know whether or not it was ever animated or it's going to be, but I'm pretty sure that author went back and did a total expansion on that first, like, 12 episodes of the tag. Rewrite. It's a whole rewrite. A rewrite. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not just like an expansion. It's just right. a whole new story. Technically watching the show, I was really hoping for like almost like a tournament arc um, where they went through each level of the tower one at a time or like a couple right. at a time with new <laughs> challenges on each one. But then it's just like, oh, Kirito's so good. He beat the tower. <laughs> I was see, like, what it, the fuck? See, it looked like they were going to do that after like, Tower Twenty when yeah when they came in and it was like okay now we have to like work together because everything's just that hard that everybody just kind of yeah. stopped unless they work together and, but then they decided to fucking cut the last fifty yeah. floors off and like because of how like powerful they made Kirito it really did away with all the uh, you if you die in the game you die in real life like it took all, all the tension out of that yeah. where for at least the main character he wasn't going to die he, he's a fucking Mary Sue. He's going to be perfectly fine throughout, and it's re- completely irrelevant if he dies in real life or not. If you want, he's so good. It's not the same, like, energy, but Log Horizon is another, e- like, Log isekai Horizon. one that's right. pretty mm-hmm. good. It's less about, like, oh, we're going to, like, clear the tower and leave the game. It's like, okay, now that we're here, we're how stuck. the fuck do we live? Right. Like, no, we have to set up governments and you have to set up a society. Political and out the ass, but like yeah. with Isekai, it's fucking fantastic. Imagine an entire, like, Imagine every single server on the fucking planet all got Isekai at the same time. That's cool. Yeah, you know, it's super fucking cool. Like you, you see like uh how some other fucking towns because like they go around the central hubs because that's where the monsters don't spawn and shit and stuff, gotcha. right? So so the so that's where that's how you know like where these societies are gonna be, and so a powerful group usually takes over every like each individual thing you know like the highest average fucking leveled guild in that fucking town takes over and like the first time that we went out to outside of the one that we started in, you see it's just a fucking dictatorship where he, uh, the motherfucker just like slaves people off, slaughters people he doesn't fucking like and shit, and you have to do a mm-hmm. rescue mission and shit. And, right. like, back home, there's a bunch of political intrigue. As, like, there's three major guilds that are all as powerful as each other, but nobody wants to work together. Yeah. So, like, you have to get them to work together. Yeah. And, like, the main character is a support class, so he's not, uh, so he's not, like, he can just solo everybody, but he's super fucking smart, so you get to see him, like, working his way through everything. That's nice. That sounds like the better version of what SAO. It is. It's yeah. not exactly going for the same thing. But no. it is like a good version of it. Yeah, yeah, like there's a bit of a power fantasy with how fucking smart he is, but like it's an enjoyable power fantasy because you don't usually see it. Like, what's the name of it? Is a Log, Log Horizon. Horizon. Is Log it, does Horizon. it have its? Is this third season out, Hadar? Do you know? It's coming out, I think. Let me double check if it's already out. Also, okay. the opening to season one's fucking fantastic. Da-da, oh bing. yeah, the third Da-da, season bing. came was out like last year. Oh, wow. oh fuck! I need to. I I was caught up on season two halfway through. And then, like, fell off, because that just happens to me often. So right. I should just go back and rewatch everything. Yeah. So what else, was, what else was your week, Levi? I'm, I don't know if I brought this up last week. I don't remember. I'm done with Elden Ring. 
<laughs> I think you said something like that. Yeah, all done. Don't have to worry about that shit anymore. Yeah, you platinumed it. Mm-hmm. Sick. I am going to have to look up a video on what the other endings are. Because gotcha. I have no clue. The Lord of Flame ending was the coolest, though. Yeah, it's right. Without there. a fucking doubt. <laughs> have you seen the cutscene? Just become Surter. I've seen like a lot of the cutscenes. Um, okay. I mean, there's only like on. two of like two or three of them for that ending. But mm-hmm. oh, and I I can drop a little bit of lore. <clears throat> okay, go for it. <clears throat> so at the end of Frenzy Flame ending, spoilers for anyone listening. Um, but at the end of the Frenzy Flame ending, Melina. Uh, swears to like kill you who's become the lord of chaos right because she's been get against the the frenzy flame and the lord of chaos since the beginning right she opens up her eye at the end and it's like kind of purpley and then she's got like absolutely no gold in her right eye um it's now just pale what if i told you she's the glomite queen the what the glomite queen I don't know what, what that, that means. Mean? That means nothing to me. It means nothing to you? Oh, you 100% the game, you don't know the lore? <laughs> yes, like oh, like 99% of other players, yes. <laughs> but no, basically, uh, when Ronnie uh, did the whole Black Knives thing and killed uh, Godwin and started to bring about destined death, um... And like pretty much killed the immortality of the gods after America removed the rune of death. Um, Ronnie had killed her body and also killed Godwin's soul. But for whatever reason, when Ronnie moved her soul to the doll, it also manifested Melina from the, the rune of death. She is the embodiment of destined death, which is why when you finally like um get to Lyndale, she's like i am untethered now or whatever i know my true purpose or when you get to the mountain she's like i can now um i will listen to no one not even you i know what my mother wanted me to do technically america um but now i i am free to do what i wilt and that is to burn the earth tree and bring destined death back to the lands between because that's her whole motivation now. She realized who she was, the glow-eyed queen, um, who is also the leader of the Godskin Apostles. So when you do the Lord of Chaos ending, that's when she takes on her role as a glow-eyed queen. So if there's going to be any DLC or sequel that involves that, they're going to be fighting a lot of Godskin Apostles. They aren't that bad. The fatty is the bad one, but even still, he's not I, the worst. I disagree. <laughs> no, the fatty's way worse. Really? I disagree. I I absolutely did not struggle with the fatty. Wait, so you agree then? I said the fatty's easier. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you didn't. I want to say right now that you did not say that. First yeah, you, off, you said the fatty is the worst, and I was like, "Yeah, no, he's." I fatty. struggle more with the Wait, fatty than no, Steve no, Boy. no. Yeah, I meant I said what I meant is the fatty's the worst. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. 
Y'all okay. were just gaslighting me right there. I don't know no. how you did it, but what? you did. <laughs> no, Adrian was gaslighting you. I did. Someone what? did. I don't know. I'm all y'all confused are, now. Y'all are gaslighting me. I wasn't gaslighting <laughs> any of gaslighting you. gaslighting yourselves. Shut up. <laughs> no, y'all fucking. Y'all you're telling mistruths. It's getting me all confused. But no, I do not struggle with the fatty Godskin Apostle. It's the skinny dude I struggle with. I don't think I ever. I like to the three shot man. the skinny dudes. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? I literally, I was like level 120 going up against the Godskin Apostle down in uh, the bottom of the Divine Tower of Kaelid. Literally took me like five, six tries to beat him. You're bad. When, but then the, the fat <laughs> dude, the fat dude over in the Volcano Manor, the fat one, I beat him first try. Okay. Yeah. There was one specific fatty on a bridge. I for, mm. it was I forget mm. which tower. I think it was the Landell Tower. Maybe yeah. it was one of them, and he fucking pushed my shit in. Yeah, no, like I think I th- okay. To be fair, I think they're both pretty easy. They aren't it, too the bad. Fa- the issue with the fatty was I didn't learn how to dodge his um sonic roll. Right until oh, later yeah. on. Yeah, no, I, I figured out his Sonic roll pretty quickly. It was... You roll Sonic with it. Boom. Yeah, right. And the uh, the one thing I had to learn was just outspace him because yeah. of all of his uh, stabby attacks. And you know uh, to, be, to be fair, 95% of my experiences are going to be totally different because I was pure caster. Right. So we honestly can't really compare easiness to my playthrough. That's true. Okay, but no, we can compare the easiness between mine and Adrian's playthroughs. Yes. Because... Well, but, I feel but like we're very time, different. Adrian is very different because yeah. Adrian took like 45,000 tries on Malaketh yep. and didn't really struggle that much with uh, Melania. Yeah, I no. was the opposite. I, I didn't also beat Melania summoned... until like two days ago. I also summoned a lot. So my experience was different. I soloed the entire game. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is why it was a lot different. Although I did technically solo uh, uh, Placidus Axe the other day. I did um, as well. I don't think you can summon for that fight. And funny enough, there is a streamer and I, we both beat uh, Pl- Placidus Axe second try. It was pretty amazing. I think I beat him first try. Damn. Because okay. I got really lucky. You know those the double laser attack yes i got really i just managed to not get hit by it i think i dodged through it once and then i just it didn't hit me i didn't get hit by that i think what killed me the first time was just i wasn't paying enough attention i wasn't uh dodging all the attacks correctly the breath Uh, attacks would always get me because it was the breath attacks would focus on my mimic and then I was at the back end of Placidus Axe hitting his tail, and then the fire would go behind him and hit me. Um, yeah. That happened a few times. And I think that's what took out all my flasks to where I had like no heals left. And the second time it happened, but I had him low enough to where I, you know, just, just barely got him. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, next week I'll be in, I'm starting a new game this week, uh, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Oh, I want a new game, so that's the yep. one I decided on. Yeah, understandable. Oh, and something I forgot about. Fuck it, no, I'll save it for next week. I'll save it for next week. <laughs> okay, okay. That's all I got. Okay, cool. Go ahead, cool. Chris. 
All right. Well, I'll just carry on a little bit of Elden Ring talk because uh, I had told you guys that I was working on something else in relation to Elden Ring, and I meant to do it on last week's podcast, but I didn't have time to finish what I was trying to do. But I did finish what I was trying to do this week. And so playing through Elden Ring, um, I noticed patterns in my playstyle and the way that I was handling the game. Obviously, we know I play these games in a very per- particular manner because of my experience with like rhythm games and pattern recognition and stuff like that, right? And so the thing I wanted to compare uh, was Elden Ring versus Sekiro in terms of gameplay. And so... I spent the last week going back and uh, replaying through Sekiro. Uh, And I think the the number one thing that I used from Sekiro to make my time so much easier in Elden Ring was imagining the, uh, the, the stance bar above every enemy's head. Right. Because it's 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 there, it's just invisible in Elden Ring. You know? Every enemy has a stance bar. Every enemy can be staggered. Literally all of them. Yep. Every and single one. I just I use that to my advantage. Visualizing that bar and thinking about like how how much pressure I need to keep on to make that bar go down. And properly timing my backing off to minimize the uh the replenishing of that bar. And so I went through and I played Sekiro again. And um I've kind of just been comparing back and forth like with, you know, similarly sized enemies and sim- with similar, you know, move sets and stuff how different are those bars and uh for example the owl fight uh and the malaketh were two that i compared really closely and that stamina bar is basically the same in terms of you know how much dps you need to do in order to reduce that bar to zero and break poise. Yep. It's exactly the same. And so my theory, while I can't prove it without, you know, data mining shit, and I'm too lazy for that, seems to be correct that uh, they literally just ripped it and then masked it so you can't see it. Right. The, just, the mechanic is exactly the same. Right. Which is kind of strange. You know, they could have... Yeah. It could have been another selling point for the game if they just put the stance bar there for bosses. And I feel like it would definitely help people in the game to know that's there. Yeah. Or the or the ability to toggle it. The only easy mode. Right? Yeah. Like it I mean, it wouldn't yeah. necessarily make it easier, it would just make you more aware. Yeah. Of, exactly. of like different ways to play. Yeah. Yeah. And so I wouldn't say it's quite easy mode because you still have to be able to space and use heavy attacks 
correctly. Yeah. No, easy mode in Elden Ring is exploring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, easy, point... easy mode in Elden Ring is uh, exploring, getting 20 levels, and finding a cool weapon and suit of armor before you go and fight fucking Godric. <laughs> my point is that these games don't have an actual easy mode, and by giving mm-hmm. them a toggle for a uh, a bar that allows you to gauge how far you in like you are in game to a uh, break their stance, it makes the game mentally easier for some people to handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am. That's, so yeah. that's the closest to an easy. I, th- mode I think it would have it would have been cool to have yeah. that option, just and... like because it is there. It is a mechanic, yeah. and the game does a good job of showing you like visual representation of damn near every mechanic in the game mm-hmm. except for that one which is very strange because it's very integral to the yeah. game like my whole thing is so i've i've respect and um or r- rather i should say i have save scummed and respect <laughs> respect a second copy of my character mm. uh and for, for this testing specifically, and I've been using uh, katanas be- just for Sekiro comparison, but I've also been using uh, daggers because obviously daggers are fucking broken for poise breaking because yep. it's so fast. Yep, and, and just the heavy attack does does stance damage. The the Misericorda, that dagger is stupid broken. Yep. Because it has the highest crit rate of any weapon in the entire game. Mm-hmm. And so getting those staggers and then hitting just just getting that little crit with Misericorda, it's it's broken. It yeah. I have pretty much like three comboed like most of the bosses up through uh fucking Renala. Gotcha. Using that build. And it's like stupid. Um but yeah, no. Really another one of the main things I wanted to test by comparing Sekiro and Elden Ring was uh my feelings on both games. Mm-hmm. And I still have to say that Elden Ring is the best Souls game that exists. Yeah. Sekiro is the best game that FromSoft has ever made. <laughs> I I can disagree and agree with that. If that makes sense. <laughs> because, because Elden Ring to yeah. me is not a game in the same sense that Sekiro is. Right. Elden Ring is a like exploration simulator. It is a combat simulator. It is a experience. It's a journey. Sekiro is a, you play the video game, you beat the video game. There you go. That's, that was the video game. And I think Elden Ring to me is the best game FromSoft has made in terms of a massive souls game, right? It's the best souls game by far the best one. And I think a lot of people can agree with that, but in terms of a narrative and a concise experience of a game, Sekiro is better. 
it's just like a better story in my opinion. It's much more concise gameplay. Um, like we were just talking about how busted some builds in Elden Ring are, as with any Souls game, and how fucking obtuse it can be with its story and all of its mechanics. Mm-hmm. But compared to Sekiro, Sekiro, I would say is harder than Elden Ring, but it's much more fair. It's much more straightforward, and it tells you everything of what you need to know. Yeah. Um, sure, there is some lore you can look into more deeply here and there, but the story is straightforward, like linear yeah. storytelling. So um, that's why I say I disagree and agree, because I agree for on a more general sense that Sekiro is a better game. But for me, I like Elden Ring better because <laughs> in I'm my just opinion, Elden Ring is number four on my list of FromSoft action RPGs. Right. Um, I Sekiro, know Sekiro is my favorite. No, yep. I'm not counting Armored Core. Oh, OK. I'm not counting Armored Core. It's not. It's not an action RPG. It's 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 a mech RPG. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but Elden Ring is number four. I personally like Sekiro the most. Sekiro is my mm-hmm. favorite. Um, followed by Bloodborne. Yep. And then Dark Souls two, and then Elden Ring. How I would probably rank it. I still haven't beaten Sekiro or Bloodborne. But I'd rank it Elden Ring, Bloodborne, Sekiro. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, Elden Ring to me, I feel like the most important thing when it comes to me talking about Elden Ring is I don't have the rose tinted glasses for the for the series. No. And so I'm looking at it from a very, very jaded, jaded, somewhat biased mindset. But the fact that I still managed to pull enough out of it oh yeah to you know have a good time with it and be Mm -hmm. talking about it 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 speaks to the fact that it's a good game yeah really fucking good game imagine good game and it will be game of the year this year (laughs) and there's nothing we can do to stop that no there's There's nothing anyone can do to stop it it's the hypest game that from has ever made what's the what is the next most likely game this year not not I by, don't even not know by if actual anything quality. else has come out this year. Hold on, not by actual quality, but by actual hype. And you don't know if there's anything that came out this year, so that's fair. Yeah, dead ass. I don't know what's coming. What out else this is year. coming out this year? Yeah, that's like, a good question. A, a lot of the big games right now are live service games, right? So they're so they don't Fortnite, have... Fortnite, Apex, technically Destiny, a lot of MMOs, Lost Ark, right? In mm-hmm. terms, and that's what makes. FromSoft so interesting and it's funny that it pissed off so many other developers and developer studios is that they're producing the still the same formula of a $60 game that's a complete package. No microtransactions or live service sort of uh, structures to it. Just a full game. Selling it and still fucking putting boatloads of money into their publisher and getting raving reviews like from critics and whatnot and the accolades the accolades trailer came out last week yep and like tens across the board yeah yeah like from everyone except for ign because ign can't play video games yeah no yeah and ign gave it a nine Mm -hmm. (laughs) and ign can't play video games so yeah no like it 
it, it really does speak volumes that FromSoft has gained so much success from making a video game that goes against everything that the video game industry stands for. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is it that's what makes me so happy about this game is that it is in stark resistance against this uh movement towards games as live services i mean just look at what platinum's doing with whatever fucking live service game that's flopping right Yeah, platinum is it or was is it's hard to tell now is a wonderful amazing developer all the near uh, games are fucking fantastic well the one they made <laughs> okay well I, I i don't know too much about them, but i know the one they made is a fantastic game near near automata right yeah um near huh what near <laughs> I, I was talking about how uh the the how games moving towards being live services is absolutely uh being questioned by the existence of elden ring um is being defied and i was pointing out how platinum was trying to move towards doing live service games and how that's totally flopping um oh yeah what babylon's fall yeah that i think is what it's called it it just that goes is to the sh- biggest pile yeah. of dog shit <laughs> right and i'm happy it is because as much as I enjoy games like sometimes Apex, Destiny 2, MMOs and whatnot, I don't want them to be the only games being put out by AAA studios. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know if you remember, but there was a... This was like a whole discussion maybe five years ago of yeah. single-player games are dying. Right. And that's... It's just not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's not... Fun. It's not God of War Ragnarok's still coming out, and there's a ton of hype for that. <laughs> oh yeah, right. When you oh, have Sek- shit like Sekiro it- and God of War winning Game of the Year, like yeah, right. <laughs> no, <laughs> like it's they're still very real. I mean, another hype game, uh, what you call it, um, Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Horizon, yes, yes. There's so many fucking words in their title. I can never keep up. It's, the first one is Horizon Zero Dawn, and the second one is Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, my God. So stupid naming. Um, anyways, but, like, those games are fantastic, and they're single-player games, you know? I mean, it's it's wild to me that a lot of the hype train in the gaming industry has been trying to move towards live-service games. But I think people are still gamers in general, the community are still fully in the mindset that they enjoy games that are complete packages and Um, are either single player, single player, or at least like not a live service game. Right. I, I think consumers are more than happy with both. Yeah. It's just developers know that live service games, if done correctly, make way more money in the long run. Exactly. Exactly. And, that that's where the dissonance is happening too. I mean, I definitely I like some live service games, Destiny Two, for example, but I've not touched Destiny Two since Elden Ring has come out. Really, hell, I I, I uninstalled it yesterday. <laughs> I figured I I might go back to Destiny Two soon, but and play with some friends. But I I just enjoy Elden Ring so much more. 
I just I really do. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy that not only that single player experience, but that more limited multiplayer experience too. Um, it might be it is in my opinion a little too limited in Souls games. Um, it'd be much better if you could actually just directly connect with your friends to play. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, right. I, I definitely think going forward, I think Elden Ring is a good milestone for, hey, single player games and non-live service games are still viable options yeah. for games, you know? Yeah. Games. Moral of the story here, Elden Ring, very good video game. Yeah. I think it goes better, but that's just me. I haven't played a single Soulsborne or FromSoft game of any form. So I think Sekiro's no better, problem. and Bloodborne's better, and Dark Souls 2 is better. But yeah. Elden Ring's okay, real. you off your fucking rock with that one. The fuck <laughs> are you talking about? See, Elden Ring is what Dark Souls 2 wants to be. I agree with that. <laughs> but I guess you just like the soul of Dark Souls 2 better. Yeah. I get that. I don't know. I get it, that. It's just, there's just so much charm to Dark Souls 2 yeah. that just, it just gets to me. And I'm like, yeah, I like that. You thought <laughs> you thought fall damage sucked in Elton Ring? <laughs> <laughs> Try falling five feet. How about you just don't fall? Yeah, no. Get good. <laughs> get good. Go fight yeah. gravity. Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring is so easy. You can do combos that push you forward, and it won't even just automatically throw you off the ledge. <laughs> yeah, it it, it it gives you it gives you it stops you. Yeah, too easy. Four out of ten. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no. Elden Ring, good game. Um, I'm done with it. I just keep doing more stuff with it. Just because yeah, I'm a fucking nerd and I want to test all the systems. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm, I might save Scum to test out other builds too. But There's literally no reason not to. Yeah. Because that's... <laughs> as much as I like building up a character and whatnot, um, it's going to take like another 20 hours per each character for me to fully build them. Yeah. <laughs> Does PC have a yes. character thing yet? Okay. Yeah. It's like hour one then yeah just use that <laughs> yeah no I'll, I'll be doing that hour one it was out but yeah um good game i enjoy it uh and can we uh back can i go back a little mm -hmm. just babylon's fall and platinum and what's <laughs> happened there mm -hmm. what happened so I don't Babylon's Fall is did you I don't know I don't know if you guys knew but it's be it's developed by fucking Platinum Games, yeah that mm -hmm. piece of shit. Yeah, how why? <laughs> Just re remember Near Automata. Remember when they made that? Remember, remember Metal Gear Rising? The Revenge Engine. I'm hoping it doesn't kill them as a studio. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. Impossible to be killed. Nah, it's not impossible. They are on the verge of death every minute. They yeah. are never doing well. How here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing about Platinum, right? Here's the thing. Metal Gear Rising could have killed them. Fucking, uh, fucking Bayonetta 
could have killed them. Astral Chain. Almost killed them. Yep. <laughs> Near Automata is the only reason that studio is still alive. If that game hadn't been fucking 10 out of fucking 10, it, they would have died. They yeah. are constantly on the verge of bankruptcy. Like, it's... Always. It's it's not good. Yeah, no. This this might be the nail in the coffin. I mean... Maybe. We... Theoretically, Bayo 3 should be coming out. Yeah, that's true. If Platinum dies, saving grace. If Platinum dies, what do we have left, Team Ninja? (laughs) Oh fuck! Oh fuck! (laughs) No, I hope you like Neo. Yeah, because they are not going to stop making those. Hell no, they're not. Yeah, Um, but yeah, like Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. (laughs) Dear God. Yeah, I do love Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. Completely unrelated to anything we have spoken of this entire fucking thing. Since when the fuck was Kate Bishop Jewish? The fucking Marvel <laughs> character. I don't even Excuse know who me? you're talking about. The fucking girl from Hawkeye. I don't know who that doesn't help. I don't know who that is. Okay, know you know is. how there's a Hawkeye show on Disney Plus? I haven't oh, yeah. watched it, but sure. You know how they, they uh... Like, there's a female protagonist as a central character. No. Sure. Young, nope. Th- she, nope. That is Kate Bishop. Okay. I don't know who that is. She whatever. and her actress are Jewish. Oh. Cool. Pog. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Jew Pog. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> the fun Jew fact of the day. Yeah. yeah. Also fun Jew fact. Um, fucking um, Moon Knight is canonically Jewish. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the Mark personality is. Uh, Spectre personality in the comics isn't, but it is implied in the um, Disney Plus show that he is in this continuity because he has a mezuzah, which is that little scroll thing you see like uh, next to the door, like on the door frame in oh, Jewish right. households. And he has a menorah, I think? And he has and he has a Magen David, the Star of David necklace. It makes it makes oh. sense. Yeah. Now, I did. What, yeah. Now, real quick, what that has to do with uh, him uh, being in service to a Egyptian god that doesn't want to let him go? Yep. Let him go. Right. Uh, you know, we'll see where that goes, but it's always a fun little idea. Yep. But yeah, Chris. Anything else? That's the end of Elden Ring talk. Dead or alive? Me. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. DOA. Big titties. Good game. Uh. Let's see. What else have I done? I uh I watched an anime. What the fuck was that anime called? Because it was cute. Was it BL? No. <laughs> uh, I'm not in that mood right now. I can't remember what it was called, and I can't find it <laughs> because I forgot to. When I save when it. I start watching anime again, I am gonna have the biggest backlog of my life. Oh yeah, that that's kind of <laughs> how I feel. Um, because I just like last night I was like, I want to watch some anime. And I was scrolling through, and I was like, oh, God, I haven't watched anime in, like, three seasons. Right. <laughs> and uh, so I was just scrolling through, seeing everything that's come out. And Remember when this was an anime podcast? <laughs> you remember? <laughs> remember. Oh, my God, yeah. That's just an eldering podcast with occasional Jewish f- trivia, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, more points of trivia. Passover's coming soon. Oh, true. Yeah, what everybody get a uh, Prince of Egypt uh, booted up. More more points of trivia, but not Jewish, but Muslim. It's now the month of Ramadan, or it has it, been. For it a few is days. You're right. Yeah. What's Passover? Passover is the uh, f- the one about the Exodus. Yeah. 
Yeah, have because... you ever watched Prince of Egypt, the one with Moses? Yeah, no. where they painted. You've never watched blood. Prince of Egypt? What? It's such a good movie. Levi. 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 Levi's Look. uncultured. We know this. Levi, Levi I'm gonna fucking you... suplex you into a fucking alligator. I swear. Levi, <laughs> let me tell you this: you, you don't have to be Jewish or Christian to really enjoy Prince of Egypt. Okay, but movie. let me just interrupt. I'm from Florida. You could do that, Hadar. I would make it out of that situation alive. <laughs> no, I know. That's why I have a second alligator lined up for you. Oh, okay. I'm probably dead at that point. He's wielding yeah. an alligator as a weapon. <laughs> Dual wielding oh, alligators. No. This is animated? No, I've never seen this. Oh, it's, it's so a fantastic cool. movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It's basically tradition to watch, uh, to watch it in Jewish households during Passover. And some Christian... Uh, uh, groups also occasionally watch it. It's not uncommon to hear to hear of Christians watching it during Passover. Just gets a good movie. Works. Okay. Yeah, no. And also, so they can learn about the uh, the Old Testament and stuff. Awesome, oh, yeah. fantastic fucking movie to do so. It's, yeah, it is beautifully animated, and it's very on point. Uh, there's a very little that's uh, altered. For example, they cut out his brother Aaron and just like applied all of that onto him. But yep. it's not really important because they're not right. covering the stuff after they like they leave Egypt. So. It, Right. missing the character doesn't really matter yeah it's I, I honestly enjoy the hell out of that movie I need to watch it again yeah. might watch it with you Levi just so that you can see it that's what was coming up you guys do it then oh hell yeah I don't wanna oh come on it's a good movies, movie. movies are so fucking long oh dude I can't sit around for two hours and enjoy a nice film so, I really can't. Jeez. Levi I, has I, the most monkey brain out of all of us. I watched us. a Netflix show yesterday, right? Called Messiah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is 10 episodes I'm long, like... about 40 minutes each. Mm-hmm. I finished it in four hours. Hitting that f- plus 15 second key. Okay, we cannot d- watch this with you, Levi. That sounds You're the worst kind of person. Actually, it, yo, it's on Amazon Prime Video. We have an like I have Amazon Prime. So are you the time. are you the type of person, Levi, to read the first two paragraphs of a book and then the last page of the book and call yourself a reader? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I read I read manga on the daily. Yeah, you'll sit, you'll sit and put down two hundred chapters in an evening, but you won't <laughs> sit and watch a fucking movie. I could be reading. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put the subtitles on you can read the movie <laughs> and know more about one of the like, oldest groups of religions in the world <laughs> learn about abrahamic abrahamic faith one of the most fucking important fucking like influences on western society oh my god or I can watch a nine-hour TV show in three. Fucking <laughs> Levi, such a loser. I'm going to triple wield the alligators into your fucking face. Do you fucking hear me? I'm going to fucking Zorro this shit. I'm I was about to say. Z- teeth. <laughs> okay, ga- so yeah, the goddamn uh, yeah. three nine swords. Shut thing the fuck up, Hadar. Fuck oh. you. Prince of Egypt's good. I it is good because we're talking about Prince of Egypt. You were talking about Prince of Egypt. <laughs> yeah, and Adrian joined me. Prince yep. of Persia is a good video game series. Fuck Prince of Persia. <laughs> no, it's a video game series. Well, exactly. the first one's good, and the third one's good. That's it. <laughs> um, Maybe anyway, it was subpar. We, we, 
the movie doesn't exist. Shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, what's I played another game because I can't remember that anime, but I did play another game. Um, I have started playing Vampire Survivors semi seriously as my idle game when I'm talking to people, mm-hmm. and um. God, it's such a good game. <laughs> Vampire Survivors makes me hard. What, what else can I say? Yeah. I There's something special to me about drag character around don't die, upgrade, die. <laughs> it, it's such a simple gameplay loop, but it's just so, so easy and so fun. It's, it's. It's the equivalent of a fucking it's a it's the equivalent of cookie clicker. Yeah. Me. I mean, <laughs> instead of, you know, a game like Dark Souls or Elden Ring where you work for hours for that one massive burst of dopamine in your brain, Cookie mm-hmm. Clicker or uh, Vampire Survivor is just little spurts of dopamine just consistently over a period of time to where you just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Little small Dead little ass. hits, small little bumps of dopamine. Deadass, you can play that game for like eight minutes and, you know, do seven runs and you feel good. <laughs> Even though you died seven times, right? you still feel good because each time you did the thing. Um, it's such a simple game that it doesn't make sense that I love it so much. Mm-hmm. But I just, oh, it's so good. Um, let's see, what else? Manga uh mango mango mashal Ma- i can't mashal. tell if like mashal's gearing up for the end or not it's so unclear it dead ass it's like <laughs> like the past couple of chapters or a couple chapters ago rather it was like oh shit we doing this oh no wait never mind we're not doing this yet but yeah, wait, the, the chapter like just the told me game. that we're doing this. Yeah, they're talking about like the end game, but they just introduced a bunch of characters when they didn't really need to because they could have just brought back previous villains for their boss rush. For real. They literally, like a chapter or two ago, they said, oh, well, it's it, Mash is getting ready for his final battle. And then the next chapter, it's like, here's seven more bosses. Also, Mash isn't <laughs> even at full strength. I know he could so do good. better kind of shit. Like, like... So are we, like, is this, like, the final, like, arc, but it's a long one? Is it, like, three more arcs or some dumb bullshit? Like, what's happening here? Yeah. Like, Um, explain. Ayashimon's doing the same thing, by the way, where, like, it looks like we're starting an entire new arc, even mm -hmm. though it's, like, bottom of the, like, sales. So, technically speaking, it should be getting up for its end. They could just be giving them more chapters because, like, uh, because, um, Gokuraku or whatever the fuck it was... Hell's Paradise, yeah. uh, like did super well in getting an anime, so it might just be uh giving them a couple more chapters to get those viewers going. Mm-hmm. Also, technically speaking, being bottom of the magazine rankings, uh, doesn't matter if your volume sales are good enough. So I don't yeah. fucking know what the volume sales are for that. But back to your week. But yeah, no, uh, Mashal continues to be really good. Okay, um, so good. It's Mashal is peak shonen to me alongside Tokyo Revengers because they both do just enough different for me to not feel the shonen fatigue. It's just and, fun. And by just enough different, I mean that exactly that. They're fucking fun. 
and like Tokyo Avengers is they're in the mid like we are in the middle of the final battle every chapter that's been coming up for the past few weeks has been all right there we have like 200 they have like 6,000 let's go <laughs> let's go we're, we're fighting and you know you got Senju best girl best character best girl love her going out and fucking taking out like 600 dudes by herself because she can uh she's like 11 mind you but don't worry about it uh, <laughs> we have it, it's doing the thing where each chapter is like okay these characters are going to go fight this boss you know and and then it's going to wrap up and they're all going to reconvene at the end it's doing that type of thing for the this final battle arc um and it's Every chapter that comes out, every Tuesday night, I'm sitting here waiting for that notification to pop up on my phone that the chapter is out. <laughs> and uh, and I click it and I read it. And when I'm done with it, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I just, I just want to see Takamichi beat the shit out of Mikey. Um, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> but fucking uh, Tokyo Avengers is fucking phenomenal. Uh it really does just feel like Yakuza Jr. <laughs> and that's all I've ever wanted out of a shonen manga, I think. But how about Supernatural Yakuza? No. Rita Yashimon, though. But fucking do it. Uh, I, they really get the Yakuza shit. I do need to read a Yashimon. I just feel like I'm going to wait for there to be like more. Same. That's <laughs> fair enough. Because, like, if I start now, I'll be done in 30 minutes Like with everything that's out. <laughs> to give wrong. the best example, Chris said earlier, I'll sit down and read, like, 200 chapters a night. Like, obviously not that much, but I will sit down and read, like, 75 chapters in a night. Like, I can't sit down and just read, like, 20. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the blue balls I'm not interested in. That's why every every time you recommend a manga to me, Hadar, I usually add them to the list. But Mashal was the first one that we've talked about in recent times, at least, that you've recommended that had, like, you know, I, I want to say when I started reading it, like, 95 or something chapters. Yeah, it was, it's, it was pretty fucking far along. And so I was like, okay, I can read that. I can do that. And then I won't mind waiting and following along because it has a, you know, pretty, pretty well thought out release schedule. And I can deal with that because I'm doing the same thing with Tokyo Avengers. But Ayashimon, like, it's on the list, but it's just not enough for me to justify starting it. Um, That's fair. Let's see. What else? What else? What else? I've been I've been reading a lot lately, actually. Oh. I'm um, caught up on Spider. Oh, Sp good shit. Spooter? Hell I'm yeah, caught Spooter. up on Spooter. Spooter's good. Um, when your kids say no. I finally went back to uh, that that one about the, the that Levi recommended about the guy who really wants to date the mom. Oh, yeah. Is that I how many of that? Has that updated or did anime? you never start it? Um... I think it has updated. Okay. It has updated, I believe. Uh, I haven't, like, caught up, but I, like, two days ago, I went back and started, like, you know, slowly picking through it, 
because right. it's just so wholesome. I don't want to catch up and have to wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it feels so good. Uh, let's see. Um, Aharen san wa hakarenai. That one is cute because it reminds me of a, a little four four panel manga that got an anime adaptation. Oh fuck, years ago. Um, Tanaka Kun is always listless or whatever. It's that, but the the roles are reversed. So it's quiet, shy girl, and dude who just wants to be friends instead of quiet, shy boy and classmates who just want to be friends. And I like that type of thing. That, that's that's one of my favorite tropes is total fucking coup that I just dead inside. It I love it. But... I have a lot of other manga that I'm going to put a little bit more time into before I really get into talking about it too much. Um, okay. Like that one, it has like 140 chapters or something. I'm only like 30 in. So I, I have a lot more to read to to really get into that. But manga has been a good time killer for me lately. Because aside from playing a couple of video games and trying to watch anime again. All I've been doing is putting in job applications and fucking failing because the job market is dead. Oh, the yeah, job market. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Okay. Oh. Uh I'll hop in with some news real quick. Okay. Some for once in the past three years, we have decent Activision Blizzard news. Wow. Okay. All of its QA testers will now be converted to full time and be bumped up to twenty dollars an hour minimum. That's an improvement. Something. It's something. (laughs) It's a good exactly. It's a good start. I know it is in gaming, but that brings me on to um a bit of news about Amazon. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is very similar to uh, Activision and Blizzard's anti-union efforts. Um, so it was leaked that there's a new Amazon worker chat app, sort of like a network, an internal network uh, for workers to talk with like themselves and like managers and stuff. Um in this app would ban words like union, restrooms, pay raise, <laughs> and 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 plantation. Also banning hey, no. also oh, banning no. also banning grievance, slave labor slave labor, the <laughs> the phrase this is dumb, the phrase living wage, diversity, vaccine, Whoa. and others. This jump that jumped like the first three you said it was like oh six seven seven yeah forty five <laughs> like it, it <laughs> jumped up a few scales there for what it's twenty on a ten scale. for what it's worth <laughs> at my job location we have yep. something very similar right oh boy where you can like text chat people who were there and stuff mm-hmm. no one uses it yeah no no why oh, would no. you. Yeah, no, no one's using it, but it's still strange how it is. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. 
It is real fucked up. The other words, let me read off the full list here. We have I hate. Just the phrase I hate. Um, union, of course. Fire. I don't know. Oh, like getting fired, I guess. Terminated. Compensation. Pay raise. Bullying. Harassment. The phrase I don't care. The word rude. This is concerning as a phrase. Stupid. This is dumb. Prison. Threat. Petition. Grievance. Injustice. Diversity. Ethics. What are the ethics of banning the word ethics? Tell me that. <laughs> I want someone listening to this to make a full sentence with all of those words. <laughs> <laughs> Fairness. Accessibility. Send me the, send me the list. I'll, I'll uh, write that. <laughs> here, here. It's from an Intercept article. Gotcha. Um, I'll post in group voice reply. Now, when I heard these this news, I saw it like pop up on Twitter and I read into it and I was like, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> hell world. Um, apparently, robots is also banned. So is the word trash. Freedom. Freedom is banned as a word. Uh, hey, no! <laughs> slave, slave labor is banned. The word master is banned. Concerned is banned. Favoritism is banned. Um, rate is banned. Unfair. Like, it's obviously... They're, they're literally trying just to have uh, the most controlled Facebook app for their workers. Um, but like you said, Levi, probably no one's going to use it. And there's already no. pushback against it. So um, that being said, the, the working conditions of Amazon are fucking horrible. Oh, like, yeah. The worst. Yeah. There's a reason why they're banning the phrases slave labor and plantation, because that's what it's like. And restroom. Yeah, <laughs> right. Fuck. I know. I was like, I had to share that. If we're bringing this up Blizzard next and Activision. Level. I hope you yeah. got your catheter attached. <laughs> better. Are you reading through it now, Chris? I, I need time to prepare. I know, I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. The the Amazon says they're not. Get back to us next podcast. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about doing it now. Yeah, but I I do remember reading somewhere in this article that Amazon claims that this is still a project that's being tested and is not at all, uh, you know, fully completed yet. But I'm like, if it's at this point in time where the state is in, yeah, no, it it it's doesn't bode well. I'm not surprised, but it doesn't bode well. It just means things are getting worse at Amazon. They're like, people will still buy our products. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, no. But yeah. Um... Curse you, Amazon, and the unlimited convenience you give me as a consumer. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Oh my god. Where else? Where the fuck else am I going to get the Mega Man oh, uh, official complete works books? Trading our... nowhere or on eBay for $1,000? They're like trading... 30. Trading our souls for convenience sounds like the modern age. Yeah. No, 100% the modern age. I don't have a soul anymore. <laughs> I no. never had one. Is there anything else you want to get on to with no, it's, Activision it's, Blizzard? It's, oh, yeah. What? Are you done else? with your news? Oh, yeah. I'm, all, I'm good to go. Done. All right. Okay. Time. Yeah. So, I got a few things to talk about. One thing, back to Elden Ring, I think... I just want to talk about a little thing um, about Elden Ring that I've heard a lot of criticisms thrown at it for, and I understand the criticisms 
because a lot of games are structured in this way. And that's, of course, to do with difficulty. The games are difficult, but the way that they're designed is that there's kind of like a slider of difficulty instead of several modes of difficulty, right? Yeah. To me, personally, I like that system better because I feel like the many mechanics in Elden Ring and some past Souls games um, are much more natural in how they present difficulty. And also, they make the world more immersive in that way. Where basically, if you want to have co-op or summoned help, uh, there are literal, like, lore-explained integral narrative parts of the... uh, of the multiplayer experience that makes it not only integral to the game systems, but the world itself that you can become engrossed in where summoners are uh, basically spirits from other realms like your own coming to help you in your world. Invaders are evils, phantoms from other world trying to kill you and get something out of it. And then like spirit ashes, you know, are, you know, dead spirits brought back to life to fight like they once did in their time alive. And as much as that's cool, I will say they are still not perfect by far. I do agree that it'd be so much better if you could just direct connect to your friends, right? Where you just put in a password um, or you just have an invite list so that you can play directly with your friends, right? And play like a co-op experience all throughout the game. And even past defeating a boss or whatever, because I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I that's the one criticism I have for it. Really, everything else, the only thing that I would say is, uh, can invaders get a little bit of a boost because ganks suck? Um, that's really <laughs> it. Ganks really fucking suck. I I don't invade in this game because I cannot handle the fucking ganks and the fact that every invasion. Is practically a gank is horrible. God damn it! No, it was it was Hadar getting moved to AFK. Uh, it was Hadar. Hadar <laughs> got moved to AFK. Oh gang God, gang. Uh, why, why does that happen? It, I don't it know. literally only you. I don't oh, get it. Um, it makes no sense. At least, at least I noticed in time because like it cut off Adrian's sentence. Right. Yeah. I immediately was like, wait, I stopped hearing noise. Yeah, no. Hold on. The the other thing besides co-op making. The game easier is there are definitely modes of play different builds and weapons you can find um yeah. that make the game so much easier yeah and it wasn't really something that was applicable to past souls games because everything was more linear um and you literally have to beat the bosses to go get the good weapons that are broken right yeah in Elden Ring, there's so much broken shit just in the open world. Yeah. And people can just explore the open world, find a broken weapon, and then beat the game. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's where I think finally the ethos of their design of difficulty in their game has finally come to a better spot. Because yeah. in past games, it was very inaccessible to go through those games. Because you don't have those weapons of those builds that are naturally implemented into the way the game presents difficulty but are just so hard to get to in the first place whereas in elden ring they're much easier to access and the only thing that's stopping you 
is doing a little Google search and figuring out what helps you in the game. Um, and I feel like there's such a stupid argument around that of like, well, why do I have to go outside the game to look shit up? And I'm like, dude, do you know the history of gaming where games literally you'd have to buy a Nintendo Direct whatever uh, magazine to figure out how to play yeah. certain games, right? Like, this is not new to games. <laughs> I want that motherfucker to go back and play the original NES Final Fantasy one. <laughs> that game gives you nothing. The yeah, manual, no. Okay, here. The manual for that game is like 60 pages and doesn't tell you anything. Yeah, no. That's that's the level of no. just figure it out that video games used to be. And I feel like, okay, that's one of the things to me about, mm. you know... Uh, boohoo dark souls too hard right right that's one of the things to me about that is yes i know it's kind of a fucking old head you know gatekeepy thing to say right i grew up playing harder games yeah no i just did and that's yeah. that's why like the souls games are difficult Elden Ring yeah. is difficult but it's fair in my it's opinion. fair yeah exactly everything is fair if you die that was your fault yeah, because you didn't recognize the pattern or you hit the roll button at the wrong time. And like, or whatever. Un unless the game breaks, you know, like it did for when I fought the final boss. Um, <laughs> then oh, like, yeah. didn't even tell you anything. Right. Yeah. Like, but old, cool. yeah, sorry. Old games, NES games, specifically NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, that era, right. 80s and 90s. Those games were specifically made to be unfair, so they would take you longer to play. Because if you could just finish them, mm -hmm. it, like first try, it was like a thirty-minute game. Right. Exactly. They would tell you literally nothing about how to do anything. They didn't tell you the controls. The, like the only reason you knew the direction you needed to walk was because you couldn't go the other direction. <laughs> and sometimes that shit was pixel perfect to need to need to do anything. Right. Be it, be it progress. Or survive? Yeah. Or and just hit? I think the argument um, for why the difficulty of the Souls game or the way they are, they are is framed in the wrong way from old heads like ourselves who like difficulty in our games. Yeah. Is that instead of saying, get good, you're bad, just get good at the game. Instead yeah. say... This game respects your intelligence. It respects your That's ability it. to solve the issues that these games prevent. To, to seek Ooh. out the challenges. To find the challenge in the game, face it down, and defeat it. And I've, it looks like people are finally starting to realize out these games. Because I've seen a lot of creators. Like, for example, the recent Girlfriend Reviews uh, game. Like, she's played the other souls games as her boyfriend or like watch her boyfriend play those games. And she had a lot of shit to say about how stupid hard they are and why they got to be that way. But in Elden Ring, if like finally clicked with her in her review where it's like, Oh, I'm supposed to learn. <laughs> like I'm supposed to put energy into this game. Souls so it's games. more rewarding in the end. <laughs> souls games expect you to not be brain dead. Yeah, both games expect you to have cog the cognitive ability to figure things out. Yeah, and they don't hold your hand. No, but like it's because it's not in a way that's like fuck you or whatever. You know, 
Like, there are definitely some games out there that are just stupid hard and are just mean yeah. about it, right? No, Souls games, they always, they're like the very quietly motivational father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, you can do it. What? Why do we fall? Like, literally that scene from uh, Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises where Alfred goes over to Bruce Wayne, who's been, like, struggling and having a hard time doing whatever, and it's the same quote he said to him as a kid, where it's like, why do we fall? Yep. <laughs> and Bruce Wayne says, to get back up. Yep. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's always going to be a thing. It's always going to be a discussion right. in, in the review sphere and stuff like that. And I right. understand, I understand the other, the other viewpoint as well. I do. Mm-hmm. I get it. Some people just would rather, you know, Turn on easy mode. Turn on easy mode. Experience the story. I get it. I do that with a lot of games. Yes. Oh, when I when I was playing P4, Mm -hmm. easy mode. I'm not here for the combat. I'm here for the fucking yeah. Who gives story? Yeah, for 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 a fucking turn based RPG. Who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The only reason you put Persona Four on max difficulty is so that you can suffer. Why suffer? You're already gonna suffer because the story's sad. That's like, what I. That's what I did. My little so. sister is dead. <laughs> anyway, that's what I did with fucking Skyrim. I never played Skyrim on a harder difficulty than normal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Like I said, like there's nothing wrong with difficulty settings of like hard set difficulty settings, but I just enjoy the Souls format of difficulty better because even though it's not like literal menu option to pick out the difficulty. I feel like it's more rewarding in the way that Elden Ring does it to find the things that make the game easier where you did a little bit of work to find that overpowered weapon in Lindgrave in the overworld so that you can actually feel good about doing that. Because anytime that I've put down a difficulty setting, like put it down, I don't feel terrible about it. But I still feel kind of like... I'm kind of missing out on the whole defeating a challenge experience, right? Which is typically why I will go back after being a game on its easy mode to beat it on a more difficult setting. I mean, hell, that's what I'm doing with Elden Ring. I've beat
Okay. <laughs> you were saying? Uh, yeah. So, like, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I I do want to go back and, you know, do like a fucking confessor build right. and start with confessor. Go fucking paladin. And yeah. Just eventually, dark knight paladin because Malekith's black blade. So. F- fucking good for <laughs> yes. strength faith builds it's so it good is. for strength faith builds and you know like i i didn't get the chance to experience much of the the the, the guard the guard counter system right because f- fuck am i gonna use a shield for as a spell blade right oh yeah <laughs> I, have, so cool. I have staff in yeah. my off hand i have sword of night and flame in my other hand i don't have time for this right but but I do want to do that because they actually made faith good. Yeah. <laughs> faith works. They, and I, yeah, their whole ethos with build crafting in Elden Ring seems to be everything's overpowered. Have fun. <laughs> it's also funny how they, they made faith so good, I, but there's like more faith weapons in the entire game than there are any other type. Right. But like six of them yep. are good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. That just has to do with the type of yeah, enemy bosses we're fighting. Because <laughs> they're all yep. mostly faith yeah. based. I, I want to do a build with fucking Radigan's hair. Oh, oh and sp- speaking of fucking crazy shit, mm-hmm. I saw a video earlier today of one shotting yeah. people with pots. Because you can get a helmet that increases pot damage. You can get a talisman oh that increases pot damage. You can get a talisman to increase fire damage. You can get a talisman to increase damage yep. when you're at full health. And then you just throw pots That's and it fantastic. like one shots people. I saw another another <laughs> uh, build video earlier today where dude just fucking got like 3300 vigor. God damn. 3,300 health <laughs> by just min-maxing things and sp- sp- incantations and shit. My God. And it's like fucking, like he's literally just standing there, <laughs> not dying, and then he's using just uh, he's got yeah. a faith, he's got a faith ash of war on on the uh, the great knife. Mm-hmm. The great knife already gives you uh, like, it gives you like two or three percent of your health back whenever you do damage right right and so but two or three percent of you know 3500 is still like you know 35 health back every time but he has whatever the fucking holy ash of war is that when you kill an enemy you get like fucking 20 percent of your health back and then he boosted that with some talismans and so he's basically He's standing there doing the Ash of War and like an enemy combos him and does a third of his fucking already massive health bar and then he kills the enemy with the Ash of War and just gets the entire third of his health bar back. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's so fucking stupid and there's so many cool stupid builds yeah. that just would not really work in in the, for practical things but you can do it and it works. And it's just fun. I just saw somebody again. I saw someone one shot millennia at ending <laughs> plus seven. Because you can do like 12 different buffs. <laughs> and then just stack and see, like that's what we mean. Just one you shot. can make the game easy. 
You just yeah. got to look for the things to make it easy and understand yeah, no. how to use them. Yeah. Just rivers of blood. Or just use a blood. weapon that's good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like rivers of blood. It's fucking I broken. literally was it, doing it really PvP, uh, I think yesterday, and this guy uh, I summoned for duels, he had pulled out rivers of blood. I immediately jumped off the cliff. I'm like, I know where this is. Can we can we talk about how they nerfed Rivers of Blood, they nerfed Moonvale, and they nerfed uh, Sword of Night and Flame, but all three are still broken in their respective builds. Yeah. And like, yep. Also, can we talk about the patch notes from earlier this week? (laughs) (laughs) One single line of text in the patch notes. We have (laughs) both. (laughs) <laughs> it was so fucking good. Like and it was it was it was like a fucking two gigabyte patch too. They needed two gigabytes of data to buffer Dawn. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> it was so fucking good. Um I, I kinda wanna I, yeah, I kinda do want to start a new game plus just so I can go see see if he hit me harder. Um yeah. but yeah, no, like Elden Ring, good game. You can make it easy if you try. Yep. You just gotta so, try. That's all it asks of you for you to try. Just and read. if there's read item descriptions for yeah. fuck's sake. And if there's one thing is that this these games they can all be beaten if you just practice patience. Patience also, with yourself. Patience with yourself. I mean, patience yeah. with the game. You have that. The perfect example is that one motherfucker who plays the game on a DDR yep. pad, soul level one, using only a fist, yep. and he can still beat the game. <laughs> If he can do that, then your bitch ass can beat the game with <laughs> yeah. the actual build. Just like my last my last bit here, and then mm-hmm. I'll let Adrian just run with it, is for 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 the love of all that is for the love of all that exists. <laughs> learn how to spec your character. Yep. <laughs> learn what soft caps are. Fucking! <laughs> <laughs> had a min max. That, 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 I'm still thinking about that Asmongold clip I saw earlier. He literally plays MMOs. He... What happened? Uh, Did he so put he, something up to like a hundred? He got his strength to ninety six, uh, but he had Radigan's icon on, so he already had plus ten on it. So he was already at ninety nine, and he was still putting more points into strength. And wasting his fucking points. <laughs> and so chat was like, dude, just take fucking 29 of those points and put them into faith. You'll do way more damage. He's like, no, faith is for pussies. You're using a faith weapon. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? And that's why I'm like, he, he literally, like his whole channel has been built off of, wow, World of Warcraft, right? And he doesn't yeah. know, and he doesn't apply the logic of min-maxing to this game. Like Just what? Caps. <laughs> Literally, that's all it is. It's very simple in this game. Upgrade weapon, level up to the soft caps, boom, you're done. Get 60 vigor. <laughs> For the love right. of God, get 60 vigor. Right. Oh god. <sighs> yeah, okay, I'm done. Go ahead, Adrian. <laughs> yeah, so the only other couple things I wanted to talk about. Um I just discovered that I saw. I watched a little bit of Game Grumps again. Um, I'm sorry. I like the Game Grumps, but the joke. 
It's too easy. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I'm sorry, because Aaron sucks at video games. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I can only Just imagine like, him playing any Souls anything. I know. He always struggles with them, and he does with this one, too. He... Aaron, two hours into a game. Oh, my fucking God, this is so bad. Why don't they just tell you what to do after <laughs> skipping tutorial? He actually went through the tutorial this time. Um, Was although, he actually good? <laughs> uh, he's, he's pretty decent. Um, the thing is, he it's, it's only because he played the game for a few hours, like before playing it on the show. Uh, yeah. But what good he idea. did is he chose Vagabond, right? And okay, yeah, Dan Avedan made a new band with Jim Roach called Shadow Academy. Go listen to it, cool music videos, and everything. Hadar, your turn. Uh, One Punch Man came out literally day of recording. Oh, shit, <laughs> it's a really good chapter. Honestly, one of the best so far. Uh, it's a five people have been waiting for, but are upset because it happened sooner than it was supposed to. and if you don't know the One Punch Man uh, fucking fandom, it has gotten really toxic as of late. Mostly on Reddit. Because they're like, they changed it for the webcomic, now it's suck. Fuck Reddit. Fuck Reddit. Fuck Reddit indeed. Uh, Fairytale Hunter's Quest new chapter came out. Yeah. You think like 50 or maybe like, let's say 20 or 10 years from now, we're going to think of Reddit the same way we think of 4chan. Quiz probably 4chan. <laughs> I will never get over I, it. Honestly, I, I think of Reddit as just two steps away from 4chan. Like, oh, yeah, it's close. It's close. I just not even for the amount of offensive people there, but just how there's just shitty people there. You know, at least like on Reddit, <laughs> you can avoid yeah. toxicity. You can right. curate your your Reddit homepage. You, right. 4chan, yeah. When you're on you 4chan, it's all the boards yeah. are fucked. <laughs> yep. And there can be and there can be multiple uh, subreddits for the same like thing. So if you right. found a toxic one for a thing that you like, you can look around and you yep. probably find a better one that's yeah. Less toxic. Like you can you can go to r slash hololive and it's just mm -hmm. yeah hololive yeah. Or you can go to r slash okay buddy hololive and be like oh fuck <laughs> yeah, no. oh no 
like or, a in my experience r slash pagan pretty nice r slash paganism Ooh. Uh, I hope you don't like, uh, I hope you can get along with Nazi sympathizers, huh? Oh. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> R slash Pagan works really hard to keep those Nazis and Nazi sympathizers out of their shit. So. Good on them. Yeah, I know. Fucking Nazis out here trying to fucking co-opt pagan religions. Fuck yeah, off. Indeed. But yeah, like, that's just how Reddit be. It's just like fucking... It's the wild west still of the internet. It's just fucking wild. R slash Grand Order in my situation is like the best fucking fate uh, subreddit because apparently the main one is just people constantly shitting on Grand Order. Be like, they they changed it now. It sucks. (laughs) Because they're a bunch of fucking edgelords who don't like gacha games. Did you say anime? (laughs) Did you say anime fandoms? Uh, the fucking Pathfinder 2nd Edition subreddit's really nice, actually. Uh, they even have uh, Paizo employees just popping in every once in a while, making posts and shit. For the love of Re- God, don't visit r slash Uzaki-chan. <laughs> oh, Jesus, please, no. No. Oh, fuck. Fuck Reddit. Mm. I love you, Reddit. Fuck Reddit. Because the subreddits that are good are so fucking good, but the ones that are fucking trash are so fucking trash. Oh, so like how World News has a bunch of anti-Semites, but then r slash anime titties is just actual World News. Yeah. Fucking r slash anime titties has actual World News. Right. Fuck? Fucking stupid. I remember were... when that first happened. It Thank reminds you. me of a TikTok uh, user I watch. Who does world news, but just in uwu voices? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so long as he's not anti-Semite, sure, I'll listen to him. <laughs> it's fun. What's your husband waiting, Queen? You know what? Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. You know what? I retract that statement. <laughs> Today, Washa has invaded Uwu Queen. Uwu Queen? No! Oh, I feel that in my pancreas. That's exactly what it is. Your fucking pancreas. I feel it in my pancreas. <laughs> ah, I feel it in my um, left toe. Uh, it hurts. It hurts, Levi. Why? <laughs> I think you. Why, Lee? Why? <laughs> why, Lee? Why? Why? Leave. <laughs> oh, I can we talk buy. about a. Uh, we I wonder buy. if I can find that. There's a VTuber I found. Oh. Oh. Speaking oh. of uwu voice. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. It it kind of sucks because they. Gao Goomba. F- no. Fuck. But where yeah, do I find? Actually. How do I find people I follow on Twitch? Imagine it has a sidebar. <laughs> Do you follow, like, a million of them? I actually do. There's a lot of VTubers. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's... A lot of the VTubers. D-A-N-N-I underscore I-C-O-T-I. Danny Akati. But the only... It sounds like she speaks in an uwu voice. That's just her voice. But she just has a speech impediment. Uh Oh. Oh. So, if she was saying what... What... uh, if she was saying like Levi, it would be like Weevi. <laughs> can, can you spell that name for me one more time? D A N N I underscore I C O T I. Okay. 
Because, yeah, that's all the comments are on her TikToks. It's like, oh, look at this fucking uwu voice shit. Right. And then people are like, no, she has a speech impediment, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Yep. Listen to this. See, fucking Fairytale 100 Years Quest uh, is my response. I just. Mm -hmm. There's no fucking tension. Fights feel like they're over before they're. Like, before they start. Yeah. Isn't like like they they just happen and then they just kind of end like two chapters later, but like there's like a big like thing like uh, uh like you know like the fucking end of the fight like the big thing you close up in the face you have the fucking like author thing like uh like she fights for her friends or some dumb bullshit and I'm like, they, she was fighting some fucking bitch who teleports herself and her enemy into a world where she has full control, but then for some reason Erza was able to just like diet her color which is uh ha, why, what does that fucking mean why is the dimension suddenly red why does that mean that Urza can do things why is that a weakness of your fucking ability which was broken enough as it is to begin with so it should have had weakness anyway and why are you just fucking gone like after two chapters of this fight there's like no fucking point like so the fucking character that Urza is fighting you, you guys know who the fuck Urza is the redhead I, I'm I, aware yes Yes. Um, so uh, they're fighting and shit. Uh, and part of the reason why Urza wants to 1v1 this bitch is because she, like, pulled off her fucking hair. So she had, somehow perfectly, as if she had a f fucking fantastic, like, barber cut. Like, just a bob hair. It looks fucking mm -hmm. fantastic. But Urza fucking, like, is super touchy about her hair because shipping with Jalal and shit. Yeah. And, and stuff. So she's pissed as fuck. So she's 1v1ing this bitch. And this bitch is like, Mm, I'm overpowered. Snaps her like basically just snaps her fingers. Or they're in a fucking blue dimension where Urza can't fucking move. And then like gets essentially slapped, teleports back. Now you'll uh, now you'll feel what happens if, if I did that for 24 hours straight and then just basically fucking dies, but doesn't actually die because she's Urza <laughs> and she's a fucking tough bitch. And then she's like, fuck off. And then she's like, okay. Teleports them back into the fucking thing. Let's do this again. And Urza's like, mm, I'm gonna move by equipping armor and then moving my armor. <laughs> Which is a fucking good strategy. Like, you know, ingenuity and shit. Like, actually, like, took advantage of your unique capabilities to uh, deal with this really broken ability in an interesting fashion. Uh, we get to see more, like, more fucking outfits because Urza's entire thing is that, like, she's supposed to have, like, a hundred goddamn armors. But, like, more and more, she's just, uh, as the manga progressed, she just went back to the fucking samurai one and one-shot people because yeah. Japan. Because friendship. Because friendship and katanas are cool, and drawing elaborate art outfits is weird. And That's hard. a plot line in Elden Ring. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> of course it is. That's not um, even a lie. <laughs> yeah. But so we have a, a reason for Urza to use her armors again, and so she does. Even bring out like this fucking one that like represents like uh, her bond. Where the uh, she brings back the fucking the first one that she put on with the fucking like thousand swords and shit from like her first appearance and stuff. So yeah. That's a cool callback and shit. And then uh, her opponent just like, okay, I'm gonna hit you so hard, her armor disintegrates, and I'm gonna fucking uh, put chains on you because I can do that apparently. So you can't move, so it doesn't actually matter. So. Stu stupid dumb bullshit goes in for a fucking attack fucking uh urza just like breaks herself out with the, her sword because like she can just move that with her mind and shit and then goes for like a one like final attack and then when the girl's like and then her opponent's like hmm, i'm just gonna fucking do my big super move because you're in my fucking dimension still 
and then it doesn't go off because the dimension like got overwritten by Urza's magic power, which is a thing that was not alluded to at all any capacity, and so she just dies in one hit. Fuck. Like we had an interesting fight, and then it ended stupid as fuck. Mm-hmm. Which feels like the entire manga right now, honestly. There's no fucking point to anything. Like, you're just like, oh yeah, this character they're fighting is super stupidly powerful. He's one of, like, the four heavenly kings of the fucking guild they're fighting, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> you're the four dark dragon slayer knights, because they're fighting against an, a dragon slaying guild. Because, that eats dragons. I fucking hate fairy tale. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, like, so they're fighting against, like, people with, like, ridiculously, like, insane abilities that just... How is this a fucking ability that a dragon had in its element? Because dragons are supposed to have elements. Why is this? Why is having a blue dimension that like multiplies things by twenty four hours of like feeling that same thing a, a a fucking element? Why is being able to move the atmosphere around an an element, not the air, the atmosphere? Because is, which is essentially. Anime. Which is just vague enough to be essentially a wind attack or a like a space manipulating thing or whatever the fuck you fucking want it to be because it's not well defined. How about turning people into dolls? Why is th- what the is farther that? you get what into any shonen, the closer to JoJo you go? No, but it's stupid <laughs> in this case because why are they rule fifty six? <laughs> You're not wrong, but also like because at some were- point. Like, I can use lightning, just doesn't cut it anymore. <laughs> like, you but, have to get more complicated. But we've had, like, super, like, like, what the fuck was that? It sounded like a bee was in my ear. <laughs> Weird. And it was, uh, it's there sat- is a bee in your ear. Stop. There is a bee in your ear. There's a bug in your brain. 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 Is this a reference? It is, technically. There's... It's never mind. It's just <laughs> all right. okay. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, like the thing is, is like we've had like really unique and like cool ideas for magical powers in fairy tale. Why are they dragon slayers? Mm. Like if they were just regular ass fucking mages with unique magical abilities, okay, easier to handle. How is having Eido a fucking dragon slayer magic? Not, the, like, using a sword that kills dragons, the the power you got from the dragon that you ate is to be a really good swordsman. What the fuck? That's not a magic. That's barely even a fighting style. You just fucking do Eido because you ate some of the motherfucker. What the fuck? There's no fucking... Why are they dragon slayers? <laughs> Just be any other fucking dark guild with magic, with, with fucking sorcerers who just want to kill dragons for some fucking reason. What is four heavenly beast dragon magic? We didn't even get to see that go off, but what does that entail? You have four different magic styles? Like, what? what is happening? Meanwhile, on the other side of the Mashima, uh, of the Mashima writing style, we have Eden Zero, which is fucking phenomenal right now. Like, there, like, we have, like, excellent art. Like, okay, the, the art doesn't really matter because it's because it's Mashima's assistant doing Fairytale Hadri's Quest, and his style looks like an earlier style of Fairytale. It's fine. It looks a little bit rougher than Mashima's current style. It's fine. It, like, it's not bad art at all. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's good art. Uh, 
but you have like excellent fucking designs over at in uh, uh, zero you have a progressively uh, but slowly growing cast of main characters with tr- like legitimate loss of important characters and life and an emotional mm-hmm. like fucking attachment to, to these characters they're not just like introduced and then die like sir night eye in my hero academia who was just introduced and killed at the end of the arc <laughs> Be- <laughs> like the man was introduced i was all might's uh fucking sidekick even though nobody's ever said anything about all might having a sidekick end of the arc i'm dead like that that didn't Ooh. fucking matter Characters that die in Eden Zero have an emotional fucking reason. Like, like the... There's an attachment. You're like, I can't believe that character fucking died. I liked them so much. They were so cool. They were important. I liked them. And shit. Mm. And you're like, how could they have possibly died? And that kind of stuff. They're, like... Characters have a drive to do things. Outside of, I'm part of this group. And this group collectively is doing this one thing. Everybody has a reason to join the crew of Edens in Eden Zero. Everybody has cool, unique powers, such as the ability to uh, basically immediately change any technology that you touch, uh, making a bunch of energy swords to use a variety of different uh, like uh, martial arts style, like sword styles, uh, using gravity in unique and abstract ways. Because there's an implication that you can lit- like we literally have seen gravity be used to fucking l- like lift the weight of pain off of an injury off of somebody. They didn't heal them because the damage is still there, but the damage feels less bad, so they can work through it until yeah. they can get proper healing, which is abstract as fuck. And I'm all for it, by the way. Uh, you have uh like cool in- like uh growing like a political escape that the characters are going into uh there's like a fucking group of just like super fucking powerful like uh like intergalactic uh villains that aren't really like connected but they're like the top six essentially and they're all super powerful and essentially control their own quadrants and the opposite side is a fucking like intergalactic military group that's like founded specifically uh to deal with these motherfuckers because they're yeah. each also fucking strong, and we have to deal with that, and we uh, and they have to deal with both sides because they're good, but they're also technically using an illegal ship, and trying to, and technically speaking, trying to uh, doing things not a hundred percent legally. Our protagonists aren't bad guys, but they're not exactly with the law, mm. and so they have to deal with both sides. And like we don't get everybody right away; people get introduced slowly but surely, and. As we get to know these characters, we get to see see their influence on things. We get to see like their deaths actually shake up the internet galactic politics of the fucking thing. There's just actual fucking writing. There's people fucking die. That's it. That's really all I needed to fucking say about the difference between Eden Zero and Fairytale Hunter's Quest. People actually fucking die. Nobody has died yet in Fairytale Hundred Years Quest, I don't think. Outside of like one of the dragon gods that didn't, ha- that barely had a personality because they were just a fucking like moving sleeping continent, and then you fought like yeah. their fucking, and then they fought their fucking heart or some bullshit, which only had a personality for that fight and then died. There's that's it. Nobody else has fucking died as far as I'm aware. The first goddamn dragon god they beat didn't die. Just his powers are gone, so he's effectively dead. Mm. Fucking 
Oh no, one character has died. The guildmaster of the uh, of those fucking of that dark guild died shortly after his introduction because his entire point of being introduced was so he could fucking die and get and the entire group be overtaken by an already existing antagonist. Yeah. Nobody's there's no point to anything happening in Fairy Tale, whereas there's fucking ramifications to basically everything in Eden Zero. How is these two stories written simultaneously such, by the same dude so completely fucking different? I guess one just gets way more attention than the other. They both get fucking attention. Eden Zero is an up and coming, and Fairy Tale is a sequel to to like one of the most fucking like okay, not one of the most popular, but like a long running like very well enjoyed shonen ma- uh, manga that only really ended because Mashima couldn't really think of anything for a bit. And then decided, oh yeah, let's do things. Yeah. And also because he wanted to write a new manga, aka Eden Zero. Eden Zero has uh, has 186 chapters now, and it doesn't feel like it's stopping anytime soon. Meanwhile, Fairy Tale, I could see f- like two of the fucking like five dragon gods are right there, and two- the other two are already dead. We could honestly just have the f- like the fifth one show the fuck up. They all fight each other. Everybody dies, and the manga can end in like five chapters. And no, I honestly wouldn't even be surprised, because I don't even know why the fuck this one of the dragon gods showed the fuck up outside of like, for no reason, at all. Uh, Twin Star Exorcist chapter for the mo- for the month happened. Uh, more plot exposition, good backstory stuff, explaining yeah. situations. Uh, damsel in distress proves that she's not a damsel in distress and fucking just calls out the big villain to their face in front of all their other fucking subordinates and be like, I'll just fucking take you on here now. Come at me, bro. Yeah. You thought I was a damsel in distress? I fucking came with you so I could kill you uh, <laughs> away from everybody else. Yeah. So did you stop fighting in the human world so I could just kill you here? Oh, I do have one thing to talk about if you don't mind. Sure, go for it. Fucking, we got a Michael Reeves video. Eleven oh, months. Yep. Eleven months. It took a long time, but we Fish got stonks. one. Fish stonks. Have you seen anything about this, Hadar? No. Who the fuck is Michael Reeves? Jesus Christ! All right, okay, I, got I got this. I got this. I've not watched got this. it yet. I've not watched it yet. Just I got this. Michael Reeves is a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. He is a, we'll say, science YouTuber. He develops and codes uh, robots or just creates scripts to do certain things. Uh, most famously, Trigger Me Elmo. Um, <laughs> an Elmo that insults you based on your race. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. <laughs> but he specifically designed it to only insult him for being Asian. It actually compliments you <laughs> based on your race. Um Except mm. for Asians, uh, but, <laughs> but that's the, those are the only ones he's allowed to make fun of. Yep, yeah. as a young Filipino man, that is all he can do. But uh, yeah, trigger me, Elmo, uh, the robot that shines lasers in my eyes. Um, uh, he he designed a robot that does surgery. Oh, don't forget the robot dog that pisses beer. Yeah, can't forget the time he literally got the fucking the fucking Boston Dynamics robot dog. Just so he can make it piss beer. Um, but his most recent video came out 
where he created a algorithm to film his fish, his goldfish in a tank. I heard about this, the stocks. Yeah, and the fish decides what stock op- options to choose. Um, and that video took him fucking 11 months. It didn't take him 11 months. It was three months of work, but he just he's, he procrastinates a lot because he makes so much money anyway. Isn't he also doing a whole game thing? Uh, yeah. Game dev shit? Yeah, he's working on a lot of shit. Big so yeah there. the basis of the video right is the fish depending on where it is in the tank will choose between two stocks to buy and then he set up a whole nother algorithm to look at wall street bets the subreddit <laughs> and it determines the positive or negative comments looks at the positive ones and buys stocks based on that and then at the end of it that was down like 6k but the fish was up by 1k. Yeah. He made a thousand plus dollars off of his fish and then used that money to go buy new uh, tank stuff for his fish so his fish could live more comfortably for making him a thousand dollars. And then he left the rest of the remaining money as a tip for the cashier at the pet store. <laughs> Hell yeah. Michael Reeves. His videos are so good. He's one of the best Absolutely fucking bad. YouTubers on the fucking platform. Yeah, I agree. He's so fucking good. Yeah. But uh, that's... You got anything else, Sadar, or are we ready to wrap it up? Because it has uh, been, like, two hours. I'll just wrap it up with uh, the new Fate event that just, that just dropped. There's not really any, like, information that's going on yet. Just what the new five-star servant is. Okay. Uh, we have a Vietnamese servant, for once. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. the Trunk Sisters. I probably horribly mispronounced that. I don't know how to pronounce Vietnamese. Like, at all. Yeah. Uh, so... So well, let me I can't put that help, in. So. <laughs> yeah, let me put this in podcast stuff real quick. Uh, so here's the first ascension. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Those are some fucking bleach outfits. Yeah, no, they're drawn by the fucking Pokemon guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what that is. I was like, what? What? The, what is this? What? What are these faces? I know these faces. Yeah, <laughs> like f- the fucking Katana Gatari guy. Yeah. Yo, that last one's nice. Okay, so uh, it's so fucking good. Look these, at these. These are look, actually look really good, guys. yeah. Oh, the little elephants. Yeah, they're uh, tied to elephants in some de- in some degree. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, like I thought I, those uh, were plug suits for a second. <laughs> bruh. So despite the fa- uh, so I like the um the darker skinned one with the blue uh, design uh design more uh, actually it's it just pops out to me more honestly specifically the dress pops out much better yeah, yeah like because... the, like almost like the neon lights going through it yeah, yeah the it's veins just so good uh like, it feels like the um the the red one has a more of a I don't know like the the plain white while like it has that nice like ethereal feel to it. Is also like less interesting visually. Her hair is fucking insane, though. Look at that shit. Oh yeah, that thing no, is defying gravity. I I like it. most of the designs you share with us. Th- this is like a breath of fresh air, though. I actually really like these. Yeah, they're super cool. Weirdly enough, only the red one has a um a fucking uh facial expression where she's just fucking crazy. Okay, <laughs> let me okay, let me bring up one uh one of them uh expression sheets. Uh. I can't, I'm not pronouncing their first names. Holy fuck. I'm incapable. Uh, uh, second line on the right. Look at that fucking crazy ass fucking eyes. 
Oh, yeah. Only yeah. her. The other one doesn't. Because, like, how sharp her eyes are, you'd expect, like, some, like, dead glare. Like, like just, like, looking daggers into your fucking soul shit. She doesn't have an, exp an expression that's, like, an equivalent to that. She has one less expression. Uh, I don't know why. People are also, like, she, there's this a Saber class servant of, um, like, these two together. Uh, their, um, profile hasn't been, um, hasn't been translated yet, as far as I'm aware. Uh, but people are, like, are, um, theorizing that it might be related to an outer god, because it's been a very, like, recurring theme lately. But mostly through the foreigner class servants, which they are not. Uh, let's see, their traits are divine. Why do they have a divine trait? Don't worry about it. Divine, uh, humanity servant, humanoid, king, writing, servant, and weak to Enuma Elish, which is a lore catch-all thing to the fact that, uh, for some reason, like, they, when they made Gilgamesh, uh, they had Enuma Wait. Elish as his, what? Fucking Sakamichi is doing Kali. What? <laughs> Who's Sakamichi? Say Kimi-chan, you know the artist? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah, fucking drawing Kali. Oh no, my dick can't handle this. <laughs> Not like this. Oh boys, it's been a good run. Holy shit. <laughs> Never in my life. Sorry, I had to interrupt with that. No, you're I was, fine. I looked at it and I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no way. <laughs> it's fucking oh. uh so the fucking their little elephants merge actually during their uh their little oh, phantasm. Shit. Yeah, it's just one big elephant. Cool as fuck. They also have laser weapons coming out of their fucking bamboo. One's a, like, Naginata-like thing, and one's, like, a fucking sword, beams uh, sword, like a goddamn Gundam. <laughs> I haven't seen their, like, their moves yet, actually, but I know there's, like, a bunch of, like, water abilities and stuff. So it might be, actually be water instead of beams, because it's blue. Okay. And they have a big water theme going on with, like, their, uh, with, like, their actual mythology. Uh, especially how in the, uh, like, the Vietnamese canon for their deaths... Uh, is that they drown themselves instead of getting uh, taken by the uh, by the uh, Mongols? I think it was. Uh, but the actual historical thing was most likely that they were uh, 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 captured and decapitated. But because of how important they are to uh, uh, to Vietnamese culture, uh, it would makes it makes a lot of sense that the Vietnamese would be like, no, no, they they uh, just drown themselves. I'm actually not sure which is like. Ev like uh, able to be um, proven via evidence more, but either way, mm -hmm. it's a cool fucking thing. Uh, also, apparently, the Vietnamese's uh, like lore for themselves is that they descended from dragon fairies, like RL lore, not like fate lore. So that's cool as fuck. It might have to. It might be a way to explain a bunch of the uh, weird abilities that these two uh, show off as uh, servants. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a uh, the last th one last thing. There's a, a welfare servant for the event, but they haven't hinted at any capacity who that servant would be, which they haven't done since the Fate Zero collab event, like five years ago. Uh, like there's no like obvious um support character uh and stuff. There's no character that has like a new design, um, the, like or a new outfit or something. Not nothing. Just uh, but we know there's a welfare. Like they have, they have told us that there's gonna be a welfare at the end. A lot of people think it's gonna be uh, Lole. I think was the character's name, the the uh, person's name. It's essentially Vietnamese King Arthur, uh, who has a real but technically jokey design, 
where she's basically just uh, it's it's a dude, but also gender bent because King Arthur, get it? But darker skin because Vietnamese, but still blonde because King Arthur with blue eyes because King Arthur. Okay. But dressed like in an Arthur. actual like Vietnamese outfit. King Arthur, King Arthur. King Arthur, King Arthur, King Arthur, King Arthur. It's the exact same reason why Okutosoji uh, was uh, made into a saber face, uh, with the same length of hair and the same face, and pink hair because Sakura. Shut up. You shut up. Don't ask questions. Fucking uh, Takeuchi's a horny man for the saber faces. He's very open about this. Very open about this. But yeah, that's basically about it. Uh, in a week from now, uh, uh, is in like next looking pod, I'll probably be able to tell you who the welfare is. Okay. Probably. Possibly. Possibly not. Possibly not. Okay. Well, that's all we got this week. Uh, we'll be back for and updates on whether or not podcasts will actually be done at the end of this month. We'll see. Bye-bye. Goodbye, brother. Bye.